You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Note Amanga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family, Amanga Podcast Family Not Network. I'm here with my man, Jason. What up, Jason? Hello, Jim. Not too much here. Excited to be back talking about some more Death Note. Some Death Note, indeed, and pretty much the reaction at the beginning of this, which is Chapter 27, Love. Uh, you end up having Hell still freaked out about Shinigami. It's, it's a funny little play of it almost repeats itself. The deal is so over the mm-hmm. top. Oh, my God. What is going yeah, on with If you with look these? back, it, it's not exactly the yeah, same. His eyes different. are a little different. But I, I actually went back to see if, well, maybe they just cropped a piece out of this to use last time. It's it's not quite, but it's pretty much Trace. It's very similar. Yeah, it's very sim- That's what made me giggle because I went back to it. I'm like, is he just <laughs> repeating? <laughs> like, it's like he's falling back You know, these, these manga artists have these tricks to save time, so why not? Exactly. So he's there, and he really is taken aback by this whole idea of Shinigami. And, yeah, everybody's like, well, Which, do you okay, think that's I mean, the I case? I get that. It's surprising, Shinigami, but he knows that whoever this Kira is can just make people drop dead for no apparent reason. So he can't be all that surprised that something supernatural is going on. I, I agree. That That's one of my biggest things of this, even though then Light jumps in. Ah, oh, you're right. They can't. Po- what do you mean they can't possibly exist? You have a guy who seemingly is able to kill people just randomly at a whim. And oh, yeah, I think that that might be a play there. Maybe yeah, it's the same thing as in like Marvel and DC comics where people are like, I don't think gods exist. Well, you, you've met seven of them since Tuesday. It's exactly. You know, the, it's the Marvel Universe. I love it when people are like, well, Batman, he would be, you know, an atheist because he doesn't think, but yet he's been to heaven and also hangs around gods. I mean, he's there with Wonder Woman and stuff. Oh my God. So yeah, it is silly. Now, if this would have played around this other way where it was him saying, Oh my God, Shinigami, pack it up, boys. Let's go home. Like, we really can't do anything. <laughs> if this is true, we are done. There's no reason game to over, investigate man. anything yet. Yeah. Game over. Let's go. I, I would have went more you with can't that. can't for Shinigami. Yeah. No, no, you're really in <laughs> trouble then. Maybe we're at the pay grade's a little different now. But yeah, you, you go through this whole, you know, deal of the existence of Shinigami. Is it real? Is it going? You end up getting past it. Pretty quickly, though. Me and you were talking before yeah. you even said. You have to just kind of, oh, my God, sure. and then move on. Yeah, and Light to- is pretty clever here. So, you know, maybe Shinigami is just, you know, a term they use to describe the ability to kill, which is funny because we see that his Shinigami is standing right behind him. Yeah, I know. That's moment. the best. Very He's funny. just standing there great. smiling. Ryuk's like, yeah, that sounds great. But, yeah, he says maybe that's a little code. Maybe that's yeah, the idea jargon. of it. Yeah, so... The big play here, though, is this Kira 2, the second not Kira, whatever you want to go with, seems to want to meet the real Kira. And we kind of know that that is the case. Uh, It gets a little more, I don't know, it gets a little more nefarious as we go on in the next couple chapters before, you know, we get to some big moments of the idea where, okay, we thought that she was just a fangirl and they're figuring that out. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool enough and let's try to figure it out. But they want to end up you know, snagging the second Kira by kind of getting the attention, but also the idea that the real Kira must be watching and will get upset. So right. it is playing that they game like both use, ways. They want to we use that second Kira to like provoke the first one to maybe making a mistake. Maybe in the process of reaching out to the second Kira, letting something slip, some 
physical evidence, anything. It's, you know, what, whatever they can use. And of course, he still kind of suspects Light, who's right there in the room, which is just, so, it's, it's hard to talk about one Kira, two Kira, and he's the fake Kira, but he's also the real, it's, and there's light, and there's it, it is, it is. And when you go through it, when you start them going back and forth about, well, this Kira this way, and that Kira the other, it does kind of get a little bit convoluted as it goes on, but it's okay. And I do like at points where uh, L just wants to throw shade at the second Kira. I like the idea, this second Kira, not real good with technology, not real good, and, and not patient. <laughs> over and over again, everybody's <laughs> dumping on the second Kira. I feel, make me feel bad for her. Yeah, and, and I like the idea, too, which is a cool play that they keep saying he. You know, it, it might be a little sexist, but they just keep saying he. And we know it's a girl, so that's kind of a, a neat little play there. But what happens in these, especially these next two chapters, and we've already talked, we do these in two-chapter little segments, whatnot. But the idea, I think, in this is really to make it seem, because of the way that she's dressed, we said, hot topics galore, right? Also. Doing things that light himself is, why are they doing that? This is, and now really putting shade fully, like, oh, you know, this other Kira isn't smart. We kind of find out that that's not the case. And I thought yeah, that, that was really cool. clever here. Yeah, yeah. So when they're doing all of this, you want to see what's happening, what's going on. And I think that the pacing, again, is really top notch. You end up with. When it gets to the point in this, what more are we going to do with this task force as they're sitting there just repeating things, saying about the Shinigami, trying to go? You know that, you know, L is playing a game, trying to get light maybe to reveal stuff he doesn't even see as we go on of the mind what he's thinking. But then right at a great moment, we boom, we go off to the girl. I thought it was really good when you go to there. And yeah, every time I kind of get tired of, okay, we were, we're in everybody's mind. He thinks that I think that I think that he thinks it's a little much too much of this. And then we go somewhere else. So it, it saves it that way. I didn't need one more page of being inside L's brain. Yeah, there was that one point where I actually, and we've talked about it before, how this pacing is. But I was at a point like, come on now, look, I don't need to have this thing. Let's get moving. Either they go out and do something. But no, we go to the girl. And she's there, and the big play here is, you know, hey, I want to meet this Kira, I want to do these things, but also she wants to know, you know, little tidbits, and she plays off at this point, like, just this cutesy little girl who, oh, I want to know what's going on, this is really neat, and it really threw me off then when we get what is a backstory of how oh, she yeah. got this Well, first deal. we find out that she knows specifically about Ryuk, which that, that shocked me. Is that she, she knows Ryuk and I guess, uh, Rem here told her about it. We find out and she knows that Ryuk got a second copy of the death note, which just checks off the, uh, the death note rule that we learned. I think last chapter that a, a Shinigami always has to have one. So if you give one away, well, then you had two. And so she wants to kind of know. So, uh, Rem, did you, did you also trick the king into giving you one? And Rem says, yeah, no. Uh, and then he goes into this other story that turns out to be uh, Amane's own backstory. Yeah, and I like the idea. It's almost like the, the big deal, fool me once on me for the end up where Ryuk doing the deal, that's not going to happen again. So how did this happen? And even when we have the last chapter, we're well, what does this mean about the two death notes? And mm -hmm. Is that now, what they have there? How Ryuk got the second 
Death Note or is this new information? I think this is yeah, new information. Yeah, this is right? new. Yeah, yeah. So when we're going through this, I thought, you know, just me being a dummy, I thought that that was why you could explain there was this other one here and whatnot. But it's not because when we do go through this backstory, it's pretty cool. I mean, we haven't seen much of, you know, this whole Shinigami world like this where we're seeing the point of view in there where you do have this other Shinigami who fell in love with a girl. It almost plays out like a fable at some points where you end up having Rem describe this. And the funny play is the twist at the end. But you go through a lot in this of the idea where Shinigami can't fall in love with humans. And if they end up stepping over the line and doing something to prolong, it's kind of a weird way to just say, listen, if a, if a Shinigami falls in love with a human and then tries to save their life, they're done. There's the idea of extending life by doing this and that. It really is more basic than how they play it out. But I do really yeah, like it's, it, right? It doesn't seem to be really be the love thing. It's the idea that if you use your death note to extend life, then you give up your own life. But the only time that would ever happen is if, is if the Shinigami life. falls in love. So it's kind of second order thing. Right? And yeah, so you see this deal where, hey, there was this Gellis who was the Shinigami. He's like a patchwork guy. He's a monstrosity, this guy. Yeah, almost looks like a, like maybe one of the really first fabricants in Fabricant yeah, 100 yeah, really before he does. got his technique down. Really does. And yeah, going through this, yeah, this is number two. Right, really? Oh, no. <laughs> really, you don't want to be number two. You end up where <laughs> he's watching this girl, but we don't really see who it is. And it's just the idea how did you get this other death note? And oh, well, I ended up getting it from the Skellis who died. Oh, did you kill him? Oh, no, no, no. We're not really allowed to do that. But what I did, he pretty much was hanging loose while he was watching Skellis do the wrong thing and then zippity doo grabs it. But it's, it's such a weird play. Uh, around, but it's so good by the end. Yeah, because Ren is like being a peeping Tom on a peeping Tom. Yeah, exactly. And it is kind of creepy. And I like the idea as he's describing things because he doesn't know, doesn't know the terms. He's like, well, this girl, she was walking down the street and this guy confessed his love. We call these people stalkers. And then he didn't. She said, no, I don't love you. This guy, human, pulls out a knife. And this is where you have Gellis react in his death note. You see him scribbling away. And it was for this guy to then just drop the knife, walk away, and have a heart attack and die. This went against the rules. And Gellis turned into pretty much dust, rock, and some other awful things that they say. Yeah, I don't know if it's dust or smoke or anyway, just, you know, disappears and nothing. It's like sand, rust, and who knows what. I don't want to know what. And, yeah, it's disgusting. And then there's the death note. And only his death note remained. And you end up having Ram pick it up. Yes, his crazy pencil. And he picks it up. And then kind of says, and yeah, that's the story of how, and she goes, oh, so that's how I got it. And it's such a cool way to play that deal of, oh, that was her. And mm-hmm. that's how she got the death note. And actually, the life force of this Gellis went into her, and then he gave her the right, death note. Because her life was thing. supposed to end there, right? So any, any Shinigami looking at her would see that her lifespan was supposed to be over that moment. But that's where she got the actual little, you know, video game life bar from and again that's kind of the funny play of how they describe it versus just what really happened she was gonna die sacrificed himself to stop the death but then his life went into her he died because of that so you have all that and they're talking about you know the deal and she says oh the one who saved me was a shinigami named gellis all right the funny play is she starts to 
get real cutesy mm-hmm. at the point where you can tell right away that she's going to want to try to get Rem to fall in love with her. And I, he goes, I'm not going to fall in love with you. So, yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, it. again, it's like you're in a video game. You, you learn there's a new trick that can be done. You want to do it. Now, what I don't understand really is why Rem gave this death note to Amane. What is what is what is Rem's goal here? What is what is Rem's plan? What what she trying to uh, do? Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm with you because in that it almost feels like you're supposed to get this little side note of listen. If you end up having the death note and give it to the actual life energy force field, that there's some benefit, or you do the, but it doesn't seem that he just ends up doing that. It felt weird. Maybe he's like, I gotta get rid of this thing. He's fencing it through her. He said, "You take this. I can't be caught with two. But I don't know it. it that is a yeah, we know, a question, we know Ryuk's, right? What Ryuk is trying to do. He's looking for entertainment, but we don't really know what what Ram's motivation is. There is some plays as we go forward with this, and you you mention it, so I'll bring it up. The idea that Ram has obviously told this girl about Ryuk. And you'll get to that where Ryuk, that's not his way, right? He's not going to, but there seems to be the weird play. Like, is this guy just pissed off at Ryuk? Is he just trying to stop his fun? I don't that's know. That's a good guess. I like you that. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a weird you, play. It's, it's true that the relationship between Amane and Rem is different than Ryuk and Light. And maybe they'll work together more as a team. Maybe they'll let more information slip. We don't know. It does seem like it seems like Rem likes her a little more. <laughs> like he says, I'm not going to fall in love with you. I don't know. And I do like that because at that point, she really does like revert to this cutesy girl again. Like she has that like when she's laying with the death note, like it's her diary that she just dear diary. I how, love do we Jason. know how old she is? No, I, I, I mean, she looks maybe 14, 15. It's already having stalkers trying to kill her. Holy crap. Uh, well, but Japan. yeah. Yeah, really. So you you then go off and and this whole play is, you know, like trying to figure out what's at play, what's going on. He's thinking, oh, my God, this idiot, they're going to ruin it. I'm going to have to try to control. He's really things are swirling in his mind of how he can end up doing something without L realizing that he's curious. He's got to figure this out. He has time and, and whatnot. But then you end up where he gets the call. You got to come down. We got some more stuff. There is a diary you ended up having to fake Kira did react and sent in the thing. And we saw that she was getting antsy. She she wanted a response. Hey, what's going on? But gets she sends in this diary page, but they're, you know, intercepting everything. So they have to see if it's worthy of, you know, going and they go through this. And this actually is smarter than it seems, even though it, it at surface level it looks ridiculous, right? Yeah, it looks kind of cool. It's it reminds me of like the data pages we get in X Men these days. Yeah, it does. It does. It looks pretty neat with that. And yeah, and it is. I guess it's the previous year, so it says May two thousand three, and I think this is taking place in two thousand four. And it's just you know a list of dates on the first, on the fourth, on the fifth. Not every day, but a bunch of them. Like one line about what happened. Yeah, exactly. And so it goes down. Then you get. And you read through it, and you're like, okay, I get it, okay, got a CD, found, hey, he was there and had fried rice. Oh, my God, at the end of the one. (laughs) Yeah, really, I like that, (laughs) and like that short story, also got the new PS2, it's going to be called the PSX, wow. And then on the 30th, just right up, we confirmed our Shinigami at the Giants (laughs) game at the Tokyo Dome, I expected L to just fall over. Oh, no, 
<laughs> what baseball's real? Like all of a sudden, he, you know, yeah, like, a, like, like a Roboco type reaction. Yeah, like exactly. And, and so you're like, are you an idiot? Like, do, do you really think that that is what y- you're being secretive about? It? The one word that has triggered L to the nth degree, <laughs> and you did that. We find out it's a little smarter than what it is, but you end up where even even lights like what? Like what's going on? And then they start to wonder. How they will do this If they broadcast it How will this go Everybody will know about it It just seems very Like a weird Dumb thing to do At this point But you also see As he's going through That Light is concentrating On something else In that So And Mm -hmm. you kind of get that So it was a cool play And it's been clever Because we see one panel Listing that One about the Shinigami And then we see another panel Showing two different Lines from that diary and one of them is, my friend and I showed off our notebooks in Aoyama. And the other one is, I ran into him in the cafeteria. And and I, I think that I, I could figure out, I mean, you and I know we've read the next chapter, but I did I did uh, focus on the one about the notebooks already, because notebooks are obviously a big thing here. Exactly. I actually, when I was reading it, it actually made me think like, oh, crap, you know what? They don't really know about, like, for some reason, because we're dealing so much with everything, I'm thinking, oh, they all know that it's a note, but now they don't. So that is a secret little wink, wink to, you know, like, so I'm like, that's pretty cool. Then I start going on. I'm telling you, I'm off on a tangent. Like, is that a piece of the death note of hers that she then put the, oh. you know, the holes and stuff? And I, is this something weird? But that I would be funny. Know. Now, all these different cops all over are seeing Shigami because they've. Touch the death note. That doesn't make any sense then afterwards, especially when we go forward and she doesn't really seem to want that to be. But I thought like, oh, my God, these guys are going to lose their minds. Like you have seriously, L is so freaked out. What if he sees a Shinigami suddenly? And the guy's just going to jump out the window. But we do end with more death note entries. And it seems like some of these now, especially in the next two chapters, are going to be ones that are just reiterating what we yes. had. But they do explain them. I will tell you that. Is it me or are they getting tougher to read with the font? Oh, uh, it's, very much. Yeah, I'm trying to zoom in here on my tablet. Right? It's, they're getting <laughs> it's a little crazy. longer. They're getting a little, the font's getting a little crazier. So let me, uh, let me pull it closer. And get yes, I'm telling you, get, get your reading glasses out. Holy moly. Here we are, Death Note, how to use it, XVI. If the god of death decides to use the Death Note to kill the assassin of an individual he favors, the individual's life will be extended but the god of death will die. Which is another way of saying what we just saw happen in that flashback. In the second one, the dead god of death will disappear, really continue in the first one, but the death note will remain, as we saw. Doesn't mention the pencil, but we know the pencil sticks around. The ownership of this death note is usually carried over to the next god of death that touches it, but it is common sense that it is returned to the great god of death which must be another name for the, the king of the Shinigami. So it says, it's weird that in the rules they mention the common sense thing, but this is just pointing out that Rem, you know, did something that's not the usual thing to do. It's already an unusual situation that Shinigami dies at all, but it's double unusual that the death notice then, you know, messed about with this way. And it's it's funny to throw that in. And in the next chapter, we'll actually see that some of the rules are kind of just like, well, you're supposed to do that, but you don't really have to. It's kind of an odd deal of common sense that it's returned. Well, he doesn't have common sense. He ended up in giving it to her 
and we're going to continue with that. But what did you think of this chapter? What would you give it? Yeah, this is a pretty good chapter. We, we learned some, some cool stuff. We saw Amane do something pretty clever, so that makes already her character seem better than it ever has before. We, we knew already that Shinigami could die, and now we know the secret of how they can die. And yeah, there's some, uh, we learned a bit more of Ram's own backstory and got to see some of his relationship with Amane. So I'm going to give this a uh, 8.8 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8.8 as well. And Amani, I like at one point when she finds out, when she gets the info, oh, my God, I know how Shinigami can die. Wait till I tell Karen. Like, she's all excited. So she does go through this, like, she's kind of, she seems ditzy at points, but then seems really smart at other times, which makes a pretty good character. So I, I really do like her. It's not even one of those at this point. I don't hate her. I'm interested in her. You could have played the idea that this other Kira and the thing could have been like, oh, man, I hate that person or they're the bad. Who knows how it's going to yeah, go? Yeah, really motivation is still, as far as we know it, fairly childish. But, I mean, not like Light's all that mature either, but a different kind of childish. Exactly. So, yeah, she's doing some things in where we thought she might have been messing up. She might not have been. So, yeah, we'll be going on to the next chapter. So thanks, everybody. And I hope that everybody continues to read along and enjoy the Death Note. It's really, really good. Stork ended up telling me that he and Reed read far ahead and he can't wait to, he's like, I can't wait till you get to like chapter 90. Forget what he was saying. I'm like, it'll take a while, but we'll get there. But thanks everybody. Go over to our Twitter at uh, Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back and then go and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where you can get early access to a bunch of things, including reading clubs and whatnot. And yell at Luke Hollywood. And that is that. But we will all talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.